Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell. Dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Shane. That's me playing Alexander, the human bard. And Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And John. Boobs are pretty. I can't argue. Hello. Blake. <laughs> Hi, I'm Blake. Elvin Monk. God damn it, John. I swear to God, run me over one more time. <laughs> see what happens. Uh, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Eldritch Knight slash Wizard, Dragonborn. All right, so last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, you found yourselves back in the city of Kala as Juliet begins to investigate the whereabouts of her parents. Um, she was told all the way back at uh, Bonebreaker's uh, tomb by the companion call that um, her parents had been imprisoned. So she heads back to Kala to try to find out where they uh, are. Um, once in town, everybody goes their separate ways. I uh, believe Talia went down to the docks looking for some thieves camp and for some of the sketchier elements in the town and finds them. Uh, Lunados goes off to the Greasy Palm, the previous uh, safe house for the Red Talons uh, when they were in Cala before, only to find that it has been shuttered and closed down. While there, he developed a tale that later found out was uh, a acolyte that he trained with back at his monastery, Lagermouse, who tells him that the monastery has been destroyed by one of the companions, the wizard, and that his sect has uh, retreated to the north. Uh, he was also given some uh, magical heirlooms from his uh, master, which he delivered. Juliet and... Alexander went to Juliet's old home only to find that it had been shuttered for quite some time. Uh, they entered and found inside that it was in disarray, um, that whatever happened happened quickly and unexpectedly as there was still food on the table and uh, in the kitchen. Uh, they too also developed a tale, but they were not able to uh, confront the person who was following them. They made their way to the law offices of Franklin Mint, a uh, known scumbag lawyer in town that Juliet knew of, um, that she knows that she, he would get things done without asking a lot of any questions. They directed uh, Mr. Mint to find some information on properties in on Shell Street in Collab. Um, that had been uh, had liens put against them for non-payment of taxes um, and that were up for sale. Is that all you asked him? Uh, I believe so. Okay. 
So everybody makes it back to uh, the inn and uh, goes to bed for that night, um, with the exception of Juliet, who stayed up a little bit and found the uh, cipher, uh, Rosetta Stone, as it were, uh, on this amulet to be able to translate the words written in this journal that um, she had found was written by Sir Herschel Long, um, one of the uh, traveling companions of the uh, great uncle of uh, Mayor Reese. She was able to read some of that and uh, find out that um, they had begun this journey long ago. You didn't get very far with it. Um, There's still a lot to read, um, but you've got some time. Also in the night, that's when uh, Alunidas uh, was visited by uh, his Lagamouse. Uh, Lagamouse. So we'll say uh, next morning happens. Y'all get up. You're smelling the smell of, uh, of meats and uh, breakfast food coming from the, uh, the kitchen. Lunidas's keen uh, nose smells porridge. I prefer the vegetarian option, that's true. Um... So, what are you doing? Put on our disguises and let's go. Yep. Go where? Do we have anything in particular to do today? There is food downstairs and I don't care. Okay. Hey, breakfast it is. I shall follow suit. All right, so uh, you make it downstairs. There's probably about uh, 10 to 15 people in the common room this morning of uh, various races and uh, socioeconomic strata from uh, looks like some workers and uh, maybe even some traveling merchants. Um, they have the food kind of set up buffet style here. Um, you're finding some eggs and some sausages and some porridge, um, some milk, some breakfast ale, things of that nature. Perfect. And you all did pay for the meal in advance with your rooms. Nice. <laughs> all right. So we're all fed up and everything. Um, what is on the agenda for everyone today? Uh, I, I, th- I think we need to go talk to the lawyer in the afternoon, right? Uh, for some reason, I thought he was going to send the person over to find us, but... No, we uh, we said he, we'd meet him at the office since uh, we didn't want to give him our hotel. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Well, until then, the uh, the city is yours. Uh, Alexander and Juliet are very familiar, familiar with uh, just about everything in this town. Is there anything that you need to do? Supplies, shopping... Uh, may we get a map of the city? Yes. What a hero. Talia, didn't you have stuff you wanted to spend money on? Not here. I'd like to leave the <laughs> hotel room as little as possible here. No one buy more puppies? No, no, I feel like that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> so just as a reminder, you are here. Uh, Can you click that again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, Franklin's Law we Office is over here. Uh, this is like the uh, the government building. Um, over here is the uh, Temple District. Uh, this is the garrison over here. This is the prison. South Docks, uh, where uh, Talia was earlier. Over here is the Greasy Palm. Um, up here is like the Market District. And these are the Northern Docks. Shell Street uh, was down here, and that is uh, Juliet's childhood home. Maybe Talia and I could 
wander in that direction, see if we can't spot the person. Well, we have no idea what their tail looked like, so that wouldn't do much good. Maybe there's some bounties or something that we can take up for the day. Yeah, let's turn a Lunados in. Yeah, let's make some big bang. <laughs> Lol. I meant bounties is in, like, uh, I don't know, like, menaces in the area. Besides ourselves. <laughs> They're basically all red talons. Yeah. As far as what you've seen on the board so far, the public boards, um, Juliet would know that uh, if you went in towards the uh, the garrison, where um, it's kind of like the uh, the guard barracks, um, there would be a board there that would be a more extensive list of like uh, lawbreakers and ne'er do wells. Not that Kala doesn't take kindly to bounty hunters, but uh, they've got a fairly extensive uh, guard and investigators here, and within the city, um, Juliet would know that they prefer to uh, take care of things themselves. Bounty hunters would be more for, let's say, people uh, outside of, uh, not necessarily their borders, but their uh, influence, not within you know the city itself. They could probably use a little bit of help since one of their investigators was betrayed and murdered recently. I mean, you don't have to do anything. I guess you could wait around until you get information back from uh, Franklin. That's what I thought we were going to do. Maybe practice some spells or train, train dog. Abbott. Yeah. Maybe we can but, uh, set up to make a volleyball team. I mean, there is some sand here. Yeah, we have like four, uh, four people. We just need like one per. How many people are in the volleyball team? Like four? Five. Four? I think we got it. To the Google machine. <laughs> oh my god, you're not Googling that, are you? Actually, I think uh, it's, it's, it's three columns. Four? Too. Oh my god. Okay, let's move along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move along. We don't, we don't know how much time we have with Blake, so. True. So you finish breakfast. What are you doing now? Okay, so question. Do we have anything we want to do? Um, anyone? Any shopping? Any Anything anyone needs to do? Yes, no, maybe so? Destroy the companions? Besides that. Then no. And I guess we are just waiting. All right, so we'll say uh, you wait around till about 3 o'clock or so, and you think it's safely at the afternoon or you and uh, I guess you're heading to uh, Mr. Mint's office? Yes. Does, do other people want to tag along as well? Or should it just be uh, Alexander and I? I think just you two. Fewer people we expose him to, the less he can betray if he's ever tortured for information. Practical. I like it. Alright, so are you disguising yourself uh, before you walk out the door? Of course. Because breakfast would have been yeah. about an hour. Yep. So you're disguised as a gold dragonborn and adherent of the Raven Queen. And Correct. Shane is just himself. <laughs> Shane as Shane. <laughs> yeah, or Alexander is just himself. Cause I am but me. Alright, so... You head off towards the uh, the government district. Uh, you make it to Mr. Mint's office and walk inside. It's uh, much as it is before, or was before. Uh, Deborah is uh, at the desk, and she motions for you to sit down and says, uh, 
Mr. Mintz is expecting you, but he's with someone right now. And uh, you take a seat, and after about 15 minutes, uh, the door opens, and a uh, tall, uh, finely-dressed elf uh, walks out and, uh, with, you know, is ending the conversation uh, with uh, this gnome, Franklin Mint, shakes his hand and walks out the door, and uh, Franklin sees you and says, Ah, you're back. Come, come, come in. You walk inside, and uh, he sits down behind the, uh, the desk and uh, motions for you to sit down. Thank you. I'll sit. And uh, he takes a peppermint and slides the uh, the candy jar back toward you. I'll take one. I think I'll skip it this time. So let's see what we've got here. And he pulls out a ledger, and uh, he's got a bookmark and flips to the page and uh, says, uh, so you were interested in what real estate was available near Shell Street in the Lower Dock District, right? Uh, yes. All right, so there's currently... Uh, four houses for sale right now. Um, let's see. And he goes through and he's like, uh, this is uh, by the seller. Um, person named, uh, let's see. And he goes through and he's like, oh, it's a uh, uh, family named Jones. They're, they're selling their place. It's at uh, 700 Shell Street. And uh, he goes through another one. He's like, uh, this is going through the uh, Harbor Real Estate agent at, uh, this is at 151 Shell Street. And goes through another one. He says, uh, this one right here looks like, uh, looks like it's a for sale by owner two. Uh, it's a Johnson's family. And then uh, one over here, you could probably get pretty cheap. He's looking at the price, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's really cheap, but looks like it's a foreclosure um, failure to pay taxes, it looks like. And that's at uh, 555 Shell Street. And you recognize that as uh, your address, Juliet. It was foreclosed on. Yep, says uh, failure to pay taxes. The uh, government took it over. Oh, um... What happened to the previous owners? Is there any indication? Mm, doesn't really say here, but it looks like uh, it's just the taxes weren't paid. So I don't know. Maybe they died. Maybe they skipped town. Okay. Um, how much is it for the property? And uh, he looks at it. He says, uh, it's uh, super cheap for... Uh, a home down, I mean, even for the, you know, Shell District, which is pretty cheap. But right here, uh, it's showing that the mortgage on the property is uh, only 600 gold pieces. How long do you think it would take to acquire this piece of property? Oh, I mean, not very long. I mean, if it's foreclosed and, and he checks the date and he says, uh, yeah, it looks like it was uh, foreclosed within... Uh, the past uh, six months or so and these usually don't stay on the market too long uh, because they go real cheap and the government you know you can even haggle with them so you could probably even get this for I don't know 550 500 gold I mean, the government really they have no care for it they just want to get it off their ledger and get somebody in there so they can start ta collecting taxes on it well, are you um, interested in buying it very much so 
Okay, well, I mean, I could make that happen. I mean, or you could make that happen. There's uh, all you'd have to do is go to uh, the clerk's office and, you know, file a writ, pay the the mortgage on the place, and it'd be yours. And if I were to find more information on the previous occupants, where would I find that information? I don't know. I mean, maybe you could check the clerk's office to see if there's any... I mean, the name here says uh, Starstorm. So, I mean, we least know the name of the previous owners of the property, so it probably would just be a matter of going to the clerk's office and finding out if there's a death certificate for them or... Um, maybe an arrest record I don't don't know but if they skip town I mean there's probably not a lot of information on them I mean a lot of that has been happening lately you know people get tired of the the curfew that's been uh, instituted here so they just leave everything and go somewhere else out you know either to a farm or to another city I mean Kala's pretty much been in lockdown here for the I don't know, past seven or eight months. I mean, I don't mind too much because I'm kind of a homebody at night. I suppose then we'll have to make a visit to the clerk's office. Um, Thank you very much for all your help, Mr. Uh, Mint. Oh, yeah, no problem. And if there's uh, any other services you would uh, require of me, you know where to find me. There's just a matter of, uh, you know, it has been a day's work, so that'll be 50 gold. And he pulls out the chest. Uh, Alexander, do you have a bag of holding? I think I do. I guess I'll take the money out. Plop it in. Oh, thank you very much. Nice doing business with you. Thank you. Um, have a good day. And you as well. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm out. So, um, are you headed back to your, to the inn? Yes. So, what, Julia and Alexander, what are your passive perceptions? Uh, let me check. Passive perception is 14. Mine is a mere 10. Okay. So, uh, you make it back to the, uh, the end and, uh, the rest of the day is yours. Time to report back to the party. Yep. Okay. So, the place was foreclosed on, which means... Probably wasn't invaded and killed and whatever. My parents are probably still fucked. Um, but I have to know for sure. And to do that, I have to go to the clerk's office to find out what happened to the previous occupants. Also, I would like to purchase this property, but that's an entirely different matter. So you want to go to the center of this city where we are all very wanted go where there's a bunch of guards purchase your parents old property which isn't suspicious at all and and also ask about them and expect to make it out alive she is very good point look I'm not leaving here without knowing what happened to my parents so I absolutely agree you must do everything you can to, to undo all the evil that these stupid companions have done all over the world, not just here in Kala, but we'll start by rescuing your parents. But we should be a little bit more subtle about 
How do we go about being more subtle about this? We kind of have to ask directly for this, don't we? Yes, but don't just buy the one property, buy several in the area. We cannot afford that. Probably have a couple thousand gold. I am not uh, condoning spending thousands of gold just to buy one property. Well, well, Juliet would know that have. she would probably, um, for to get this from the government, she would probably have to buy this outright. Um, but like the other properties, like the for sale by owners and the uh, one that was being sold through the Harbor uh, Real Estate Company, um, that would be just like buying a mortgage, which would be like you know you pay you know however many gold a month. That would be like finance through like uh, one of the banks here in Kala. But she would have to buy like that foreclosed property probably straight out unless she went to a bank and financed it that way. Also, we might not need to actually buy, just do all the investigation necessary leading up to a purchase. Also, we might not have to buy if we like break into the records office or something like that. We also have our Oracle. We haven't asked a question today. How about we just dish this life of crime and just uh, flip houses? <laughs> Fantasy I house have a flippers. Whole I'd watch that. I really would. <laughs> I would like to train for uh, under a apprenticeship for a year to get proficiency in carpenter's tools. <laughs> He's a blacksmith. She's an herbalist. Budget one million gold. <laughs> just home improvement. I go by Tim now. But, uh, yeah. Um, so, like, what are we what are we doing? So, are we trying to buy, like, the whole property? I mean, we investigated the house that they were in. That's more of a sentimental thing. It's not necessary, strictly. I mean, are you trying to stay here to pay the taxes for it the next time it comes up? I just don't want it being sold off, you know willy-nilly what are you, to somebody that'll actually live in it I don't have you could always set up a place for long that you wouldn't understand I guess not but uh if we're if you wanna if that's what you wanna do I suggest we uh split up the party funds so that we can use it individually and then Juliet's split gonna it. have to make a shell corporation and set up all this <laughs> oh, through fantasy escrow yeah. <laughs> I understand your I understand your emotional attachment to this house, I guess. Um but there are some legitimate concerns like how are you going to pay the taxes every year so it doesn't get foreclosed on again because that's what they say happened. What are you going to do when it's empty? It's going to be not used by anyone. So it's just going to, you know, get destroyed even further. Why don't we figure out what happened to your parents through some other means than going into the heart of the guards at the city and let someone buy the property and then when we're done with this whole adventure stuff, then we can come back and make an obscene offer on the, to the people who purchased it and then you can have your house back. Okay, but how are we going to get the information without going straight to the clerk's office. 
There's no other option. We, we That's why we went to Franklin Mint in the first place. I think you just answered your own question. No, we're not paying him again. If it's a matter of money, I'll put the money up to get him to find out that information. But I feel like going to the city center is a terrible idea. Look, I'm not concerned about him getting all that much more money. It's that he's a skeezy sleazebag who doesn't deserve it. A skeezy sleazebag who isn't wanted. Not legally. Are you then saying you're not a sleazebag? Uh, yes, that, that is correct. I have, you know, caught criminals and been in courtrooms with him and... Killed a cop. Two cops. Became a criminal. Oh, a priest. Look, I'm, I don't go out of my way to cheat people through their lives. Okay, I don't, I don't go around and set murderers free based on some little obscure law. Oh, no, well, now you're attacking me. That's because that's what I did. Oh no, I didn't do it through an obscure law. I just broke out of jail. You're pretty good at taking lives, though. I mean, you can't play both sides. J- Juliet, while I understand and appreciate your hatred for this person, he is also this, a much safer option than you going there yourself. Because I don't think I can break you out of jail. Not that jail. I saw it last night. It's a freaking fortress. What if we broke everyone out of the jail? What? I don't think it's possible. I mean, if we blow up one of the walls. Or all the walls. That wouldn't be every... Oh my god. <sighs> and, and Talia's just gonna, like, face palm and, like, flop back on the bed. Exasperated and in a very pre- or a teenage way. I, f- I think we've talked about this, but what are we even going to do once we figure out where they are? We're going to get them out, of course. To where? Somewhere in the countryside, where they won't be found easily. I thought we were just making sure they weren't dead. Well, that's part of it. Grin. <laughs> <laughs> they are suffering Juliet, for their are you child. Trying to all killed? They are suffering as Ruinaxa suffered. They must be free to she must be free we'll take them to list game i feel like you all want us dead this is not <sighs> and she's gonna flop back up uh, up and uh, flop back on the bed again and just be you know a petulant teenager because that's what she is <laughs> hey kevin quick question yes uh how much gold is in a plat 10 okay that's what i thought no, not ten. Gold. Ten isn't nearly as valuable. I'm gonna uh, whip out a calculator and start uh, adding up money while everybody else is talking. <laughs> as you whip out. Don't you need an abacus, not a yeah. calculator? <laughs> uh, potato, potato. <laughs> calculator. Just do the muscle conversion. It's my fantasy pocket-sized abacus. <laughs> I think at one point I actually had an abacus, but I sold it. Oh well. They're super uh, easy to make. All you need is sticks and beans. Dried beans. Yeah, but we're going to find beans this time of year. General store. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though it's getting on towards winter, uh, Kala is kind of like in that sweet like Mediterranean spot where uh, you know it doesn't really get that cold because of the uh, ocean currents. Mm. It also looks pretty equatorial. 
Yep. All the more reason to buy property here. <laughs> okay, so I have a, a quick question, meta question. Um, Hannah, did, are, at some point, have we been made aware that of the 500 plat you have? Probably not. I mean, the the question would probably come up, hey, what was in that jingly sack that Sish threw at you? I can't remember. I'm trying to think. I can't remember if uh, everyone was in the room when yeah, I got we it. We all were. Yeah, we were. Yeah. yeah then you probably know. And I'm pretty sure he said this is payment for the boots or something to that effect. Yeah, I think yeah. it's safe to assume that it's just included in our party funds. Yeah, I mean, it's in my inventory. Yeah. Okay, oh, so... Split it up. <laughs> yeah, I've Let been waiting. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Okay, uh, guys, I, I'm going to get my little cap on with my little abacus and be like, uh, okay, so I got it sorted out. So uh, everybody's cut at the moment is 2681 uh, gold and 95 silver, I want to say. Five, like it was 500 plat, not 300. Yeah, I know. No, this is everybody's share. So it's oh, 2,000. Uh, 2,681 gold. And then 0.95 of a gold piece, which I think is like... That's, yeah, 95 oh, silver. Nine, no, that's 9 silver, 5... Uh, oh, okay. Silver for a gold, right? Yeah, it's 9 silver, 5 copper. Okay. Yeah. So that's everybody's cut. And then... Uh, Wait, what do you mean that's... Uh, each... Yes, everybody, if we sort it equally, gets 2000 Are you including the money that Talia got on her own? Oh, anything? yeah, you probably are. Uh, yeah, anything it, notated on the character? Just, just split the 500 platinum up. Yeah, because the, the 4325 is actually something Talia earned on her own. Okay, so not the 500 platinum. Well, no, I mean, Luno helped, but he already spent most of his on a temple. Okay, so five thousand. So you guys, you guys do your thing. I'll recalculate. All right. Yeah, the the money. One hundred twenty-five in... platinum pure each. Yeah, one thousand two hundred fifty gold each. I was just converting it into gold. Well, yeah, but it's plat. Like one hundred twenty-five thousand like... copper. <laughs> How much is that in electrum? Let's just... see. One electrum is what ten platinum. No, one electrum is half a gold piece. Oh. <laughs> it's like nickels. Yeah. So it would be 2,500 electrum. But electrum is just amber. I mean, it's it's a, it's a semi-precious stone. I don't think it's worth that much in gold. I thought electrum was a, uh, what you would call it, an alloy, alloy of gold, gold and silver. And silver. Okay, yeah, enough fantasy accounting. <laughs> <laughs> No, this this is fantasy chemistry slash biology. What's the exchange rate between a collie uh, gold and a Liskane gold piece? <laughs> okay, so we have our gold sorted out. Um, thank you for that, Alexander. I do appreciate it. And uh, this is pre... Uh, and we'll say that uh, the funds that we use for the lawyer come from you. From me? Sure. I will subtract that from my amount. Done. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure since we're going on uh, personal quandaries with our funds, 
just want to make sure we're not overspending yeah, no, no. our personal I, share. I understand. But, you know, giving the monk 125 platinum isn't going to be useful. <laughs> just saying, give me your money. If you want to fight him on it, that's <laughs> you know, none of my business. No, I, I if he wants to spend temple, his share, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sounds like Alexander's ready to cash out. Okay, so I've made a decision. I'm going to go to the clerk's office. If anyone wants to come with me, you can. Um, but I'm not going to waste more money on that disgusting man, and I'm not going to wait any longer. If you wish to come with me, you can. If not, just wait here back for me, and if you don't hear from me by the end of the night, you can leave the city. Uh, I'm going to put up a huge X made with my forearms. Be like... Nah, it's gonna be no for me. Uh, you do you. I'll stay here and meditate. Okay. But keep in touch via the sending stuff. I think this is a terrible idea, and you're gonna get arrested. And then probably lead everyone back to us. I am uh, unhappy. I don't know about you guys, but I have a way out of here. Well, so do I, but fast. it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, make your preparations. And also, I'd have to leave behind my dog, and I'm not really happy about that. You know, worst comes to worst, I can I can save your dog. Just leave him with me. We'll agree to meet up somewhere, yes? Sure. Exit plan, we'll meet uh, where... Can we see Kevin, the I'm world map? Uh, yeah. Thank you for your DM service. We appreciate you. <laughs> Should I actually just make that a handout? It's available on the Dungeons and Debacles website, which is meet up in Birth or on the way to Birth. Where's yeah, Birth again? Birth. Uh, southwest of Kala. Ah, that makes sense. All right, I'm I'm gonna be right back. Yeah, see you at Birth then. Did it tell you just leave the party? No. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. Yeah, I see this going south soon. Uh, I'll see you guys at birth. Deuces. Oh yeah, while we're here, we can probably dump some of the uh, some of the magical items that we don't use. Like, well, not magical, but like just the random plain mail suits. Yeah. Oh wait, there's uh, another four plat twenty-two gold and stuff in the Feywild bag of holding. Uh, can wait, you guys was see? That added? Okay, there's that. I've assorted the gold that was in, uh, well, the few plat and the gold that was in the Feywild bag of holding. We also have, like, thousands of gold worth of gems and jewelry and more gold. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, ascertain which ones we need for spellcasting and which ones are good for uh, banking out. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have a ton of stuff in the bag of holding. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about my health. What should I shove in my elven cloaca? Do we have any jade eggs? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fantasy goop. All right, so I can, as long as we can disguise ourselves, I can take Alexander with me to uh, the fencer's in the play in uh by the docks and we can unload some of the things okay hey juliet do you need any like what components do you need for your spells do you have like uh any need for like specific gems i anything that's in my inventory i need for my spells 
everything else is fine. I don't give a shit about anything else. Okay, let me do a quick glance at my spells. Because I'm pretty I am sure, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I put everything I don't want into the bag of holding because I don't see anything on my inventory here that I like. I don't want to keep. We have like three bags of holding, right? We have, yeah, three. Okay, can we just assume that Talia has what like the smallest one so that she when she's carrying around her gold, it's not a hundred and nine pounds of gold? <laughs> no, we you are over encumbered, ma'am. Uh please reduce your speed by twenty. I have more gold than I weigh right now. <laughs> I don't know, you've been eating a lot of ice cream. You probably weigh a lot. <laughs> hey, I haven't had ice cream in months, okay? <laughs> Talia's just been stress-eating ice cream. She's uh, starting to develop some acne. <laughs> You're growing up. Either way, uh, Alexander and I can go do that and then um, uh, go, to the, go to a fence and sell the things that we don't want and then split that gold up. Yep. Hey, Kevin, quick question. Yep. Uh, is it fine if I shorthand saying, like, I buy a certain gold amount of spell components? Uh, yeah, it should be. Okay. Like, I don't think I have anything that's really expensive that I need for my spell components. I mean, you would be able to find, like, uh, you could go to, uh, let's see, there's a franchise of the Wizard's Wardrobe here that you know that you would probably be able to find just about any spell component. Um, that you would need unless it's like extremely exotic. Yep. Um, um, you could also know? sell magical items there. Um, the only reason that you would probably need a fence is if you've got stuff that you're trying to sell that has been stolen from uh, somebody like in college. Sword. Gotcha. Well, then we don't need to go to the fence. We'll just go shopping. Um, wait, wait, does the I fence have a my loyalty mouse? card though? No, the fence does not have a loyalty card. Um, can I upgrade my mount? I know that I can't get an awesome mount, but a pony's probably a bit small for Talia at this point. Oh, yeah, you'd be able to get, you know, a, a horse or a war horse if you wanted. Displacer beast. I, I know I can't get a displacer beast. I guess I was kind of hoping for something cool, like a cool thing. A lion. <laughs> Uh, cool. Dire lions do exist, but I don't think Kevin will let me have one. <laughs> I mean, oh, are you, are you going to go to like the Kala Zoo and say, "Hey, I know that lion's not trained to ride, but I'm well, can I buy it from you?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would. I like if there's a place that sells like exotic animals, it's like you're a rapper uh, or something. Got any bears? <laughs> no way, they're uh, but no, we can do I, a war horse would probably be a, a nice upgrade. Although we're keeping Estelle because I've fallen in love with her. She can be Abbott's. <laughs> I can't finish the sentence. Never mind. We're just gonna keep her. She's she's <laughs> around. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you want to try to buy like a war tortoise, yeah. <laughs> if you want to try to buy like a liger or something, you could ask around to see if there's uh, somebody who sells exotic animals. Um, one of those large enough to ride. <laughs> right. Right, but I mean, uh, you, you might buy a liger and be like, okay, I'm going to ride it. And then, like, as soon as you let it out of the cage, it tries to kill you. I mean. 
Oh no, although exotic exotic animals would be fun. Uh I get enough shit for having abbots, so <laughs> I'll I'll stick with getting a warhorse, I guess. Since none of you know the quote cool options are available. Which is fine. That's totally reasonable and I understand it. No worries. I'm just being ridiculous. Also, we have four thousand gold pieces in our in the bag of holding. I'll just switch yeah. that evenly. So that's twelve hundred each? Uh, one thousand each. It's four thousand gold pieces. Oh, right, right, four thousand. Yeah. Get a get a griffin or a hippogriff. Again, I don't know if Kevin would let me have that. (laughs) Understandably so. Again, you don't know of many businesses that (laughs) like capture like exotic pets and then trains them to ride. We met one on the road. Right, and where was that going? (laughs) I don't know. Probably Faye. No, it was going um, to the Isle, the Isle of Insight for that magical beast menagerie that was in the tower. It says I'm overcarrying capacity. That's okay. But I have a bag of holding, and that's where everything's going. So put that's a bag why of holding in your inventory and subtract however much the bag of holding is holding from the weight. <laughs> and back up the weight is mic. negative, whatever. Me? No, uh, Hannah. How do I do that? Add an item called bag of holding, and then I don't know how much how much a bag of holding holds, but just put minus that much in its weight. Gotcha, because it weighs fifteen pounds, right? It weighs fifteen pounds, and then it will subtract a whole bunch whatever you're carrying. Uh, yeah. So okay, I guess I, I don't know how much is it five hundred nine hundred. Uh, that's I, that's fine. I'll I, I've I've figured it out now. It no longer says I'm overcarrying capacity. However. It yeah, is hilarious how much gold pounds. I have. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what? Uh, I reach into the Feywild bag of holding, uh, attempting to grab out spell components. Okay. Uh, what particular? You, you got to like choose something, you know, specific as a component to see if it's in there. You can't just be like, I pull uh, out how food. About, how about a uh, gem? Uh, what kind of gem? Diamonds. Diamonds. Okay. Hold on. Uh, you don't pull out. You don't find any diamonds inside. Uh, okay. Sorry if I'm being a goofball. I'm just no, trying not to at all. Thing that we have. There's like a. What percent- did we ever do with the sex toys we found in there? Uh, oh, that's God. not a no. thing. What are you talking about. <laughs> That must have been another one of your uh, D&D games. <laughs> or a different Dungeon Master. I re- recall that we, we, we were looking for sex stuff and we found stuff. But, okay, whatever. Yeah, not a thing. I, I'm pretty sure maybe you found sex stuff, but the rest of us certainly didn't. <laughs> okay, so we've got all this stuff that we are splitting up and are going to sell. Is that correct? You guys are going to go sell this stuff. I'm going to go yeah. to the clerk. And get arrested and probably hanged immediately. Yeah. Probably. But. But then you can create an evil character that feels comfortable with all of this. Yay. Oh, God. Yay. <laughs> then we'll only have one person <laughs> from the original party left. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Alexander survives. All right. What are we doing? Uh, Alexander and I are going to go sell stuff and buy me a warhorse and a saddle for Abbott. Okay. Don't 
don't think too hard about it. Okay, so let me pull up uh, the inventory here to see what you are selling so I can give you a price on it. Uh, yep, so right now we have the jewelry, the gems, and the bag of holding, the halberd and adamantine glaive. Uh, I'd like to keep the two diamonds just in case we need them for spell components in the future since I wouldn't imagine that gems are easy to get of that quality. Uh, the two suits of plate mail and the there's a zircon gem worth can, can you go through and put a different color cell on each thing that you're trying to because you're like throwing a lot of stuff at me and i can't keep up with oh yeah of course uh i'll do that give me half a moment and uh juliet are you uh you're getting rid of your animanting glaive uh where is that i think if it's on my inventory over here then yeah i'm pretty sure because i have the Spell Swords Glaive, yeah. Yeah, I don't need the Adamantine Glaive. Are we selling the Splint Armor? Yes. I'm not wearing it. The entire table wear set? Uh, I think so, right? Unless, actually, no, I think. I think Alex, uh, not Alexander, wow, Alunados wanted that stuff for his cooking. Oh. Am I wrong yeah, there? The stuff that's worth almost nothing, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sell the trousers and blouses, the uh, dress for special occasions, and Abbott. No. No. You could probably None get like five silver pieces out of Abbott. Uh, that's Don't okay. I like Abbott. Abbott is my friend. And uh, also is just a good mechanic for RP because I can be training him and talking to someone and it's something to do while we're talking instead of just talking. Yeah, and emergency food. You know? Yeah, hey, I mean, you could no, always that's eat what the dog. It's on the table. <laughs> no. So the we're order of desperation Abbott, goes the order of desperation goes Estelle, Abbott, Alexander, Hey. No, no, Chimney, <laughs> Estelle, Abnet, Abnet, Abbott, uh, Alunados, then Alexander. Alunados <laughs> wouldn't eat meat anyway, so he would he would sacrifice himself for us, right, Alunados? No. <laughs> Fuck. I serve a higher purpose. <laughs> I would sacrifice all of you. Oh, uh huh. I see. I see how it is. Oh, and we I can serve probably... the wondrous ruin axis. Uh. You know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna keep this on to me. Now uh, you have to share. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was about a separate issue with stuff in the inventory. Uh-oh, what's up? No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It'll come up in like 15 levels. Worrying intensifies. Oh, lovely. Indeed. Yeah, it's gonna be an extreme amount of time before it even matters. But uh, yeah, Vic's gone. Oliver's stuff is gone. Yeah, and also, by the way, Talia, um, a cool pillowcase, always both on both sides. Yeah, always cool on both sides. That's a little OP. I don't, I don't feel comfortable with that level <laughs> of magic in my D and D game. A little too high fantasy, if you ask me. Really? Because I think it's basically useless, and I've never used it. We can sell it if you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. But are you? That was in that stash of like kind of useful, but kind of not magical items that you got from Kasich the Ar Artificer. I do remember that. 
gloves that are always warm and a pillowcase that's always cool. You also found like two very useful items in there that you've not used, and that's the uh, universal solvent and the uh, uh, the uh, glue. Well, that's how we'll get. That's how we'll break down. That we'll free everyone from the prison using the universal solvent. Where are those? We'll dissolve the prison. I don't think we ever wrote that down. It's a tiny amount, though, isn't it? Or is it like a never-ending supply of it? Uh, I mean. It's enough for probably each one of them for like three uses. So we couldn't just dissolve the prison. No. <laughs> not the with whole that attitude. Prison. Yeah, I'm not seeing it here in your. In I your wrote inventory. it down in the bag of holding, the new bag of holding right now. We also have the giant bag of holding, don't forget. Should be universal solvent in uh, sovereign glue, I think is what it's called. It has been notated. I feel like I'm a lone shark who's just like lacking up all his uh, debts and stuff. All right, so let's go sell things. Right, well, we should probably do Juliet's bit first, and then yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean, you're you guys are already set up with all the selling stuff. You might want to do that first. I don't know. I all guess right. it's up to Kevin. I'm going um, to disguise self as a 17 year old boy. Uh, we don't have to like go through the whole act of selling. We can say that you go to the uh, wizard's wardrobe to uh, dump a lot of this stuff off. Uh, if you can't sell it there, you can sell it at like a general store or a smithy. Um, either one of you give me a persuasion roll uh, with advantage because I'm assuming one of you is going to be assisting the other. Yep. Yes. Dips. Did you guys sell the Bonebreaker Greatsword? No. No, we're not selling the Bonebreaker Greatsword. But it's super cool, isn't it? No, and that's I the don't, case. And I don't think it's worth that much, is it? Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't want to deal with uh, talking to... Like, I don't want to deal with trying to sell that because that's a savior artifact, isn't it? No, sort no, of. his waste thing. Either way, it's incriminating and we shouldn't try to sell it. Right. It's not a savior uh, artifact, it. but it is an artifact of one of the saviors. It's not <laughs> magical, but like someone would see this and be like, oh, that's a pretty famous sword. Where'd you get that? We uh, stole it several times. And for it to be worth anything, you would have to go to a collector. I mean, if you sold it to anybody else, it would you would basically be selling it for the adamantium. Uh, so Talia, you rolled a 19. That's pretty good. So we'll say um, between going to the magic shops, the general stores, and the smithy to sell like the arms and armaments, um, you're going to make a total of 4,805 gold pieces. So that's 1,201.25 each. 4,805, right, Kevin? Correct. I can just go ahead and do the math for you. That's 1,201 gold and two silver, five copper. Yes, sir. Annotated on our sheets. All right. So uh, you guys spend the the rest of the day um, doing that. It's getting on towards uh, dark. Juliet, you set out about the same time. Um, at this point, it's probably four in the afternoon, and you know that the, the clerk's closes at 530. 
So uh, you make your way over there, and the clerks is over here on the map, if you can see it. Tali, you didn't notate the goal of the video. Um, no, I put it in my own personal sheet, but... Okay, I'll uh, notate it on the inventory. Uh, I should be at sixty-five twenty-five for gold. Yep, and I'll notate the silver and copper as well. Um, I had six silver before, so I have eight silver, five copper. So yep. uh, over here to the um, south uh, east is the clerk's office. Uh, you make your way there. Um, you go inside, and um, there seems to be several clerks here. There's uh, a desk uh, towards the back of this uh, this one room that you're in. Um, that's larger than the rest, and um, it has a sign on the the front of the desk that says uh, uh, "Clerk of Kala." And uh, behind the desk, there is a. Uh, human man who appears to be probably in his late 50s uh, nicely dressed has this salt and pepper um, like well coiffed hair that's been oiled and slicked back um, he's wearing this uh, uh, purple ro- purple and black robe and you see like this large um, bronze chain around his neck with a uh, anchor symbol, which you know is the symbol of Kala, as a medallion at the bottom of it, and uh, he appears to be like looking through, like taking a, some. He's got a stack of papers to his left and a stack of papers to his right, and you see him take like a stack of papers or like a paper uh, sheet from like the left stack, and then pulls out like uh, he's got these various stamps that you see him like pull out one stamp and ink it and then stamp the paper and then put it on another pile and then pulls out another sheet, finds a different stamp, stamps it, puts it on a different pile. And without looking up, um, he says, yes, may I help you? As he stamps, stamps. Yes. I'm interested in um, any sort of paperwork, I suppose on a particular family in the city Um, things like death certificates, arrest certificates uh, foreclosures I heard their house had been foreclosed on so there must be some sort of paperwork about that right? do you have a name? Starstorm, last name okay and uh, he stamps through a couple more things and you're waiting there for like 10 minutes as he just pulls off paper, stamps it pulls off paper stamps it and does it's not looking up at you and says it'll just be a few more moments i just need to get to a good stopping place and 10 minutes goes by and he finally uh finishes like a, a part of the stack and says uh what was the name again Starstorm. wait right here and uh you see him get up out of this chair behind this desk and walks through a door in the back of the room. There's, you see him walk through the door and you see like uh, multiple like stairways um, inside this place. Looking from the outside of it, the clerk's building is about three stories tall. And um, you've actually been in here before and you know that there's a couple of sub basements where they keep records. 
and you also know there's like annexes here for like older records that are in different buildings in town um so he closes the door behind him and um, about 15 minutes later he uh comes back with a uh, couple of papers says yes i have a couple of records here for star storm and he goes the here's the first one it dates back Mm, about 30 years ago with the purchase of a property at 551 Chill Street and takes it and puts it down on the, the desk in front of you. This is, uh, here's a, uh, another record for Starsom. Uh, apparently there was a, an arrest of, uh, looks like a man and a woman about a year ago. Puts the, the paper down. And, uh, seems the only other record that we have here is a foreclosure. And puts the the paper down. And it says, there appears to be the same name at the same property. It was foreclosed upon about six months ago. Non-payment of taxes. Is there anything else that I can help you with? Um, who would I go to to find out about those arrests? Well... And he looks at the piece of paper and says, Hmm, this is odd. Appears to be that uh, they were arrested a year ago, but there's no other paperwork. No processing, no hearings, no trial, just an arrest. Which is very odd. It seems like they would have been processed by now. But that's not for me to say. That's not my job. I see. Um, well, I was interested in purchasing the property that had been foreclosed on. Mm, the property of 551 uh, Shell Street, the, uh, yes. the foreclosed property. Okay, um, I can write you up a writ. Um, would you be paying the mortgage here? Would you be financing? If you pay it here, you'll have to pay the full price. Uh, I can do it here, yes. Um, it appears to be uh, 600 gold. All right, Juliet will pony up uh, 60 plat, which is 600 gold. Are you going to try to haggle at all? Nope. Okay. So uh, you pull out the uh, the platinum and a sack, and the uh, the clerk um, starts counting it all. Says, uh, seems it's uh, all here. Hold on, let me write you up a uh, receipt and a deed. He pulls out a uh, quill and some parchment and takes the uh, original foreclosure document and uh, um go ahead not to interject or anything and sorry to bug you juliet but um did you ask how much the uh the uh tax is going to be annually so that you can make sure to keep up with that and try to set up some kind of system to pay that oh no of course not just, I didn't think that far you know, ahead. bringing that up, <laughs> uh, totally meta. I'm not even sorry. I get you. So uh, the clerk finishes uh, up the uh, the paperwork and says, uh, "I'll just need you to sign here, um, and then print here, and like points to various parts on this form, and initial here, here, and here." Crap. Okay. Well, Juliet's gonna sign her real name then. Oh well. What? <laughs> Are you crazy? Oh my god. There are worse feats. There aren't. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not a common name. I mean, but it's not like everybody knows the name. They'd have to look real deep to, to find it. Um, really? <laughs> I mean, your name's kind of all over town. As uh, all over the goddamn continent. <laughs> um, but you said you did it, so. Yep. So uh, you sign your uh, your name and you print, and uh, the clerk uh, looks at it and um, it's reading through it and uh, stamps it and says, uh, "Storm, storm, huh? You a uh, relation to the family?" Sort of. Um, we're from the same clan, but obviously they are red dragonborn, and I am a gold dragonborn. So, little little bit of difference there. Well, I'm not quite sure how dragon wands work, but uh, as you say. And uh, he takes uh, the stamp and he stamps the deed and he stamps uh, the foreclosure with a different stamp. And then he uh, kind of dog ears them together and uh, rolls them up and puts it in a um, leather scroll case and uh, puts it together for you and says, uh, this is your copy. I have my copy that will be uh, kept here in the deeds office. Uh, in case there's any question of uh, ownership, uh, this is your receipt that proves your ownership. I would keep that in a safe place. And thank you for doing business with the city of Kala. Thank you very much. Um, have a good day and good luck with your um, stamping. You as well. And he just goes back to stamping. All right. <laughs> Juliet's going to head back to the inn. Okay. Because we're running out of spell slots here. Uh, what was your passive perception again? Uh, ten. Okay. Um, so you make it back to uh, the inn that night, um, just in time for it to, uh, the sun to be going down. Um, the bard is in the common room again, uh, getting ready to uh, start up. And you uh, see that um, people who have been staying in the inn uh, are coming downstairs to uh, sit down for dinner. How how did Juliet get 226 plus? Oh my god, this is the fantasy accounting uh, episode. Because <laughs> instead of taking 2,000 gold or 1,000 gold, I turned that into 100 plat. So gotcha. I don't know where all this extra gold is coming from. I I had uh, mine perfectly noted out, and now there's like all this extra gold. Because there was, there, is there was 600 things. gold in the bag of holding that I distributed. And also I added up the 0.8 that you had notated into silver. God damn it. All right, whatever. I'm just going to take whatever value's on there. Sorry, I'm a fantasy accountant. It's what fantasy I do. Fantasy accountant. You hack and slash we something cash. We do the math. <laughs> Sorry, I follow the faith of the abacus. Uh, the great values in the sky. I just, like, I keep all my values on my character sheet. It, the Google Sheets is cool, but it's secondary. That's but fine. Whatever. It's whatever. Um, Alexander so. multiclassed into accountant last level. Yeah, it's been a secret from the whole party. I have advantages to uh, skimming some off the top. Okay. So uh, you make it back to the inn. Uh, everybody's settling down for dinner downstairs. What are you guys doing? Uh, we're going to have dinner brought up to the room, I think. 
Also, yeah. sorry, I was right on my mic. I was leaning forward to read something. All right, so you're having uh, dinner brought up to your rooms? Yes. All right. You're all, uh, it's probably about uh, 8 o'clock or so. And uh, see, Juliet, who are you staying with? What's that? Uh, who oh, are yeah. you staying the, with? The girls Talia. are together, the boys yeah, are together. Yeah, the girls are together, boys are together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are you still uh, disguised? No, I I haven't. No, I, I only have like eight hours worth of spell slots, so I've been using them throughout the day whenever I need them. <laughs> okay. So uh, it's about uh, 7 30, 8 o'clock. Um, you're waiting for dinner to be brought up, and uh, you hear a knock at your door. Talia, go get that. I'll, yeah, I'll go open the door in whatever disguise I was using for Jessica. So, uh, you open the door and, um, Juliet, your blood runs cold as you like out of the corner of your eye has just been sold. Yeah. Uh, as the corner of your eye, you see the cloaked figure who had been following you, um, on the street outside of your parents' house. Um, they're holding a tray of food, which is kind of odd, but they've also, got their uh, hand on their long sword at the uh, at their side it's a human man and he says Juliet I've been looking for you and as you look up you are going to recognize this uh, human as Tim Pharaohs who is a guard of Kala who you were uh, friends with that you came up with on the streets that both of you became guards in the city of Kala. Damn. And I think that's probably a good place to end her right there. No, no, it's not. No, what? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's going to finish it up for this episode. Uh, Juliet has been made for visiting all these places around (laughs) town that she has a connection to and signing her real name to a document in the clerk's office when a guard shows up to her door you know things happen another thing goes planned Uh, just FYI I might kill you and leave town but no just Wait, why are you killing Depends me? Depends on what the guard has to say. He didn't. He didn't bring a bunch of guards with him. He is by himself. True. Uh, you don't know that. <laughs> but if you're a threat to us, then we might have to kill you. I wonder if I can fleece her gold before we bounce. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find honest. out all of that next time on the Dungeons and Debacles <laughs> podcast. Thanks a lot for on listening. The Fantasy Accounting Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we realize you have a lot of choices in fantasy and accounting podcast, and we uh, really appreciate you we strive uh, for to have the most rigorous arithmetic. Yes, this episode was brought to you by the letter A for actuary. That just makes me think of that scene in Zootopia when he's like, "I don't have to hunt for my dinner anymore." Instead, I can hunt for tax exemptions. I'm going to be an actuary. (laughs) Sorry, I love that movie. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Fantasy Occult, the true hack and slash, we do the math with Fantasy Occult. Adventuring is hard work. As you're entering the lair of a dragon, you can't afford to be spending a second thought about whether your taxes are paid up on your keep or if your monthly payment on your horse has been taken care of. I'm Terrell Silversmith of Silversmith, Silversmith, and Stonegut, certified fantasy accountants, and we can take the grudgery of paying your taxes and bills off your mind. For a modest fee, we can make sure your mundane financial responsibilities are taken care of so you can concentrate on what really matters saving villages and slaying monsters. We also take care of wills and estates if one of your party members should happen to fall. We can also handle insurance claims for accidental death and dismemberment. Give yourself peace of mind knowing that trained professionals have your back. Silversmith, Silversmith, and Stonegut can handle all your financial needs. The music you heard on this episode was Minstrel Guild, Teller of the Tales, Hard Boiled, and Tempting Secrets by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.